0: and we're live no one calling you anything Chris you you call it something if it calls you something
1: you talk about Twitter are we already doing this right now
0: no not not yet no no no, no. that we don't want to get up our feels right now that's gonna come later you think
1: Hold. okay we're gonna talk about that for sure I'm very first off it's lovely to have you here I so welcome in to World uncensored we're gonna do this a little bit different this week uh my boy Tyler Huck is out sick this week so we've replaced well, Tyler him forever. Um, he has been beheaded and will no longer be a part of this. No, I'm kidding.
0: This isn't fucking. Where do they behead people? I Nowhere. I We're mean, Senegal, maybe. They definitely do in places. What do you mean, nowhere? I, well, not anymore. Senegal, maybe. Tell you say what, say. I wish they would have done it to old Bill O'Brien and Pete Golden. Oh, you... well, wow. Aggressive, also fair. No,
1: not really. Okay. Anyway, joined with um, a friend from the internet, which is totally cool in case my mom's watching um introduce yourself to everyone so i just everyone knows who you are
0: uh chris's mom how you doing i'm fine i passed background checks just like everything else uh this is clint shamblin with locked on bulldogs over on locked on podcast network check us out twitter uh dogs podcast i don't what did you mean i passed background checks like everything else what was everything else You know, like one should, if, if you're to befriend somebody, they should know. Oh, we're going to, we're going to put a, we're going to put a pin in that.
1: (laughs) Um, What's up, Willie Gray? So we do, we'll have like, we'll have some, I hope we'll have people. We usually do Um, unless they're just here for Tyler and we're all going to find that out in real time. Um, This is going
0: to be very telling very quickly for you.
1: I'm not going to like it. I can tell you that much. Willie Gray is here. He's a big Georgia fan. Um, Love it. Also, here's a hat that I have somehow fucked up just bending the bill on, which seems like a simple task, but I'm realizing like almost all my hats are like this.
0: No, I haven't. You have to get that form fitted thing, that little little clamp that comes down on them. You got to get that. Like thing. some lids in like 1998? Uh, yes. How That's old ex- are you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I just aged myself right there. <laughs> um, He listens to lockdown a lot. That's
1: good, Willie. Do you argue with them as much as you argue with me, do you think? Now, here's the thing. This is gonna be fun because you're you're a Georgia guy, and I think that I mean you and I know each other well enough to know that like I'm not like a massive bag of shit Homer that that people think that I am.
0: Uh, That's what's really wild, and that's what this is what's so incredible about the interweb Mm -hmm. and what it does to people. It skews perception because. Uh, you are admittedly one of the guys that I go to and I listen to not only because Alabama, I like that fan side, but also because you are not a giant turd that just spews all everything that you're, you know, getting from the press. You're just going to read carbon copy. You don't do that. And I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that too. Um, I try to be as objective as possible. There's gonna be a lot of stuff that we're going to be objective about on this episode. So just kind of going off the top, um, we're going to give Clint a bit of a um, just a, like a, a cruel, a quick test just to make sure he oh. doesn't like Luke Bryan or anything weird or works for ISIS. Um, because those two things go hand in hand. So, um, from, from two, um, on the docket for tonight, like I said, Tyler's out. We hate it. Um, he'll be back uh next week and everything will be fine, but um, we're excited about tonight's show. Clint does a great job. I've been on their show before. I, I do, we're gonna bring up one of your my favorite episodes you guys have ever done. Um, because it's so it like lives in. I, We'll just get to it. I'm not going to okay, say it. All, right, all right. right. I think you know what I was gonna say that's, and I'm not that's going to say. It's
0: teasing. There. We call it yeah. teasing in the biz. We'll
1: tease. Um, but what we'll talk about is we're going to talk about the combine. We're going to talk about the Jalen Carter situation. We're going to talk about um, a ranking that my company came out with today. It's going to shock you. Like always, I disagree with it, um, which is great. <laughs> Good company guy here. Uh, no, because they, they came out with like quarterback room wow. rankings. And I was like, I don't. Dude, we're not, we're not gonna slander my company by any means because I love I love my job.
0: I need to ask somebody from your company, not you, because you love a job. What in the world Kentucky did to get their grade? What's up? Okay, we're gonna talk about it.
1: We're gonna talk about it because I get the Devin Leary thing. He's incredible. I don't think enough people True. know about him. Um, I think he went thirty five and seven touchdown interception ratio his freshman year, which is in like like I said, incredible, great. Big time prospect was hoping Bama was gonna target him right out of the gate in the in the trench um, I think that Bama likes what they have. And that's probably why they haven't, which is not enough is being made about that, of course. But to watch Kentucky, who you know for a fact has fucking no one behind him. No one. Zero. Zero. And they got an A minus in that room, which is just it's astounding. Uh, and he's coming off a Torn ACL, right? Like
0: uh yep, he's injured. Right. <laughs> so
1: we'll get to all that um i'm also in the midst of a so i was sick last week um and it was awful it was actually right after we recorded the show i was up all night throwing up for like two or three straight days yeah god
0: fluent in kirbanese that is correct uh kirbanese is kirby smart's sayings he gives us what he thinks we need to hear and he i'm very fluent in i can translate all the coach speak that
1: he has um can't wait can't wait
0: (sighs) Anyway, we'll talk about that. We'll
1: talk about, um, like I said, the quarterback rankings and then we're going to talk about the number one draft pick in the draft, uh, and the number one quarterback taken off the board, primarily Anthony Richardson and Will Levis and the love of getting, whether it's fair, whether it's not fair, what we saw from this weekend at the combine, like I said, um, and go from there. So, um, thank you all of you for, um, for joining us. Make sure you are, if you're on YouTube, hit like and subscribe or whatever. Um, and that's about it. And then we'll just we'll just get started. So without further ado, where do you want to start? Is there anything you particularly want like are like super eager to talk about?
0: Man, that combine. Um, good golly. Some eye popping things happened at that. We're going to need uh, you to talk about all the things, though. It can't just I, be. It let me be let me say this right now. Keely Ringo, that dude, Keely Ringo just put himself top 15, uh, which he should have already been. He should. Thank you. See, this is what's so interesting to me about the combine. And this is where I want to start. And with all the numbers that came out, um, Keely Ringo should have been top 15. We maligned him on the podcast. Uh, there were a couple times... The entire fan base did, and I don't get it. Because, because, here's what happened. Two things happened. One, we knew what he could be. He was the guy that could shut down anybody on the field. And right. two, he disappeared, and he wasn't motivated a couple of times. And when he wasn't motivated, he just didn't care. But then when he got in phase... And mm-hmm. when he manned up, it was unbelievable what he was doing. So you and I both know he should have been top fifteen. A bunch of people right. saying no, 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 no. Maybe, maybe in the top uh, of the second round. Maybe sneaking in the first round. Cornerback. There's other guys. The guy over at Oregon. Um,
1: yeah, he's legit.
0: He's legit, and he is. He's he's super twitchy, super great. Mm-hmm. But uh, the combine just made everybody go. Oh, wait a second. This the dude. This is key. Right. Right. Well, and it's that's what
1: for me. I will say, and we'll, and we'll get into the whole thing. We can start with Keely Ringo. The whole thing with Keely Ringo, and I don't think people understand this as much because we live in this very weird society now, where people love. I, I say this quote all the time. People are probably tired of me hearing it or tired of me saying it. But there's there's a quote my my baseball coach from college used always say. And he'd say, "People will forgive you for a lot of things, but success is not one of them." And I think that's that that's like that's why you guys hate Alabama, and I get it. That's why a lot of people hate, like you know. Um and, and Michael Casper brings up in the in the middle, Jeremy Nicks. Um so no
0: good job. No this pepper. is
1: pepper's here. No,
0: pepper. um, pepper's here.
1: I don't think is gonna help. We might just need to come get her.
0: Okay. yeah success when, when you're successful when when you have these things that's exactly what uh, you're right why we look at nick saban which by the way uh, to all your your fans that are just now hearing this we we have two things we say a lot two things can be true at the same time right uh nick saban's the greatest coach of all time
1: oh god this is gonna be such an unnecessary comment you're gonna
0: make kirby smart's the greatest coach right now okay Sure, and we're gonna we can we've brought that up on the podcast. We've agreed with that. This is, and that's what I'm that's what I'm saying to right. your point. When you have success, you are hated, and that's what happened to Keeley. Keeley got very right. successful, and he bursts on. He was this big dude. He's six two, two ten. Didn't know was- how big he was until this year. He's giant.
1: Jeez. He's huge. he came out of high school and he was a four three guy out of high school. Yep. And then he tore his ACL, and then became you know like he kind of set out the first year. And the story is this. <laughs> I love the comments. Here we go. The comments. are like. So the thing with Keely too is it's a great story. This, all the stuff with his mom, and she's such a present factor, and that is something you don't see a lot. I think with other programs, like you'll see it a lot with like, here's Bryce Young's parents. Here's, uh, I'm trying to think of other people really, because and, and I'm 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 just going off of I'll, I'll say a homer at this point, but like just from Bama, you see a lot of like Bryce Jewish Young's family. Parents. There was a lot of talk he about Tua's family. Yeah, you see it a lot with the quarterback situation. We saw it with Stetson's mom. There's this feel with Georgia where it's almost like there you see more of like it's just more of a family environment and i know that you guys were always trying to be just like auburn so i know that that's why you did it which that's a
0: different that's a different sort of family feel that old Brian harsons was trying to get a lot more on the feel side a lot less on the family side
1: now i will reiterate saying that none of that was true and then all that was made up by auburn boosters it's not true i promise you um Anyway, we'll talk about something else. We're not talking about Brian Harson especially this early in the podcast. No, don't um, do that. No, so I think I think with the combine, what well, people forget about, like the whole success thing. The reason why I brought it up, before we're so rudely interrupted by Pepper, who we love dearly, but the fact that, like, in this day and age, one thing people love to do is shit on people on on social media, and and yep. it's like, in in this whole like, you know, you take an L like that, like every. People just love to shit on people on social media. And I, I get that some people are like looking at me like, is this you saying that? Like, yeah, I, I'm i saying it in a different way. I'm saying like people love to shit on accomplishments almost, I'm not even almost, I think way more than they love to congratulate accomplishments nowadays. Cause it's this weird 100%. like roasting of like, like, like even effort, even effort is like, I was watching this thing the other day on TikTok and somebody was like, here's things that would have been called gay in like the early 2000s. And it was like, oh you're showing effort dude you're trying you're trying and i was just dying laughing at this whole thing but anyway all that aside i say that because keely ringo is a guy who is the guy he wasn't like he was a very good player if he doesn't make that pick six in the national championship game i don't think he's the household name that he becomes because you have this picturesque moment you have i mean a dude got it tattooed on his fucking body you have like the picture you have the name of it like you know the the I, I, we don't need to get into all the nicknames because I still live with the kick six every day, but you know what I'm talking about? There, there was like, there were names about it. Right. So he, he kind of becomes this like almost like larger than life figure for lack of better words. And, and then when he struggles and let's not forget, he struggled a lot in the sec championship game. He struggled times last year because that position, in my opinion, outside of baseball is probably the hardest thing to do in sports.
0: Like, you're, Especially you're, now, you're on an island, you're off to yourself doing nothing with no right. over the top help. You get helped down the middle of the field all day long, right. but then when you go outside to the edges, you're solo, 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 right. like real deep, deep waters out there,
1: yeah. And, and what's what's crazy too is like it that's kind of what we've we've kind of gone to in this like very showy, like, like me, me, me like society type thing. I think with sports, especially where it's like people love one-on-one. You don't love seeing like, as much like it's why baseball, even you have like all the bat flips and the fucking celebrations and everything is like the the me in the moment type thing. There's not a better example of like, like you said, you're on an Island and that is a play to play basis. Do you have any idea how fucking difficult it would be to like, just
0: like, first off, you're going backwards. Like every play, every, every now in every play in the sec, you have one of these and, and Alabama does this so well, and and they, I mean, Bryce talking about a touch on the ball deep. He just mm-hmm. looks over, and if he likes a matchup out there, all he does right. is, is just do one of these. And right. guess what? You're now mono and mono, and that can happen any play. Doesn't matter what's called. Doesn't matter what's run. Doesn't matter right. anything. Bryce just drops back and says, "No, I want that," and he pops right. it fifty yards. And right. Keeley's got to be ready for that. It, it's insane. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know. We get it, um,
1: Willie. We get it. We get it. Kirby still, ha- Kirby still does have it. No, but but, and we'll get off the Keeler of Ringo thing. And we've kind of gotten on a soapbox about it. and It's not super important, but I think he's he did a great job at the combine. People do forget that, like like I said, coming out of high school, it's a four three guy. Um, he runs a four three six, four three seven unofficially. I don't remember his official time. Was it still four three nine? Four three nine. So I mean, anytime you're in the four threes in general, but you're in the four threes at that size. Especially that position, that's huge because he he is a big, especially behind his pads. Um, he's a big dude. Now, another guy, and we'll get into this real quick because this is neither one of these. I think the next guy probably stole the show the first day um, of on-field performances. Um, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say things you like, and I'm gonna say one thing you're not gonna like, but it's fine. Um, wouldn't, I know, wouldn't so, expect anything else, by yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. Nolan Richardson. Um, phenomenal showing, phenomenal showing 40 inch vert. Uh, did he go over? He went over 10. Did we go 10 9 on the pod,
0: yeah. Nolan Smith, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, let me pull that up.
1: He wouldn't go 11, did he? No, um, he did not. Okay, but then he ends up running and he runs a 4 9. And I what I loved about this was there was a comment made by Pat McAfee, and I love Pat Mac to death, but the comment he made was even better. Um, and and somebody was like, he goes, yeah, he ran a 4-3. And somebody goes, yeah, it was a 4-3-9. And he goes, he's like, yeah, that's a 4-3. You're a 4-3 guy if you run a 4 3 And That's all that matters. As somebody that ran a 6-6-9 60-yard dash in college, in soccer cleats, but still did it. Hey, um, you. I like, that's like 6-6 for 6-7. If, you, if any of you played baseball, you know it's a huge deal. So I was like, I ran a 6-6, bro. Um, yeah. I love the fact that he gave him the credit for that. What I did not like, which is, oh, actually, let me continue the things I did like. Love the camaraderie in the locker room and all the Georgia fans, you know, or Georgia players. I I call them fans. That's kind of what they've become. Because they became
0: fanboys right there in that moment at that combine. They were and also, they turned fan.
1: Yeah, right. And, and they're cheering them on. They're going crazy. They're all filming on their phones and all that kind of shit, getting on the snap talks and all that kind of stuff. And then they go, they interview him, and, and he's like talking, and he turns it into this like, like this you know PR thing for the University of Georgia. Come to Georgia you know we've got an indoor facility outdoor facility i cracked up when he said indoor outdoor facility because every other fucking program has had that for decades except for you guys which is mind blowing still then then he says he goes like, we got a restaurant that's right i said a restaurant it's called bones we have you know we eat steak and lobster like if i'm here in steak and lobster like i didn't have lobster till i was 32
0: oh jeez okay i'm not convinced
1: i knew what guacamole or an avocado was until i was 18
0: no, you had That's no the, idea unless you grew up on the West Coast, you had West Coast, you grew up eating that as just right. from day one, but outside right. of that no, you're right.
1: um anyway, so but like watching all that um, it was awesome to watch now, I did see it feel like a little bit of the psyche of Georgia football and there it and, and starts from within. it's not even the fans anymore. but the idea of I wasn't even running as fast as I could. yes, the fuck you were, okay and here's the thing. I, and I was talking about this to my best friend Jeff, and Jeff brought up the best point. He goes, "He goes, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard." And Georgia fans are just fucking eating, eating it up, up. Oh, gobbling
0: my- for days. He wasn't even run as
1: fast as he could run. And Jeff goes, "He goes, if I'm a, if I'm a GM, if I'm in the front office of a, of like an NFL like GM, and I, I'm saying you couldn't go all out for 120 feet, like you couldn't, you couldn't just find it within yourself to go as fast as you could one time." Running the fort, like what, what are you talking? And, and he the whole theater of like throwing down the phone. It was such a Drake, like, no man, no wow. moment. It was
0: <laughs> I- Drake catching strays. I did not have that on the bingo card tonight. Oh, yeah. Just perfectly honest. Uh no, Nolan Smith, 439. And then his vert mm-hmm. vert 41 and a half. Right. Broad jump 10, 8 inch. Well, how um, size- what
1: was his what was his size again?
0: Oh, uh 6'2, 240. Right. Right. So he's running 40-yard dashes. We we did this on the pod, where you're looking at safeties. He would have been the third best safety of the last 10 years of the combine. Right. You know, inside linebackers don't even get a start. Like, like right. the guy is just out here. And yes, he made himself, I think, the two guys that made him, themselves the most money, and and maybe outside of quarterbacks, because that's going to be a whole separate issue. We're going to get there in a second. I see Willie talking about AR. I got feels on AR. My Sweet. new motto in life is see something, say something. With ARs, it pertains to GMs trying to lose money. I don't know why they hate money.
1: You guys hate Florida so much.
0: So much. I hate Florida. And I hate people that hype bad players from Florida even right. more. It's the worst right. thing in the entire world. We're going to get that. But no, Nolan Smith made himself... A truckload and I mean yeah. truckload of cash at this combine. Now I, I can't stand the combine, perfectly honest. I really? can't stand it. I can't I love it. it. And and to me, I love it if it's confirmation. You know, there are some yeah, times yeah. where it's like I want confirmation on dudes. I like you said. Go one time, just mm-hmm. balls to the wall and see what happens. Okay, great. Get to the bench, get some competition, get out there on the field. I did like the quarterbacks when they were trying to out huck each other. That was kind of fun. That's that's. Funny. I wish they would have just done a deep ball
1: and like let him just fucking air it out once. Yes, I, um, because that's not like that's not as dangerous as like like running the forty full speed. Like like I don't know if you saw the Wanya Morris thing. Former five stars yes. Tennessee. When Oklahoma pulls his hammy and doing, it's like fuck, man. Like I get that that part of it sucks. Um. You're I don't I don't think I don't think I've I've seen baseball players need Tommy John after throwing a slider, after throwing a fastball, after I've never seen that from a football player trying to throw it as far as he can. Um mm-hmm. not saying it can't happen, but just saying like I don't I tell you what, if Anthony, if they would have let Anthony Richardson say like they like, hey, throw this ball as far as you can. I think he would have left this weekend by being the number one overall prospect. I, and I I genuinely believe that because that's I'm not saying it because I love him. I'm saying it because that's how dumb the NFL draft is. And we see this shit happen every single year. That's,
0: and that's what I mean. That's why I can't stand about the combine. Very, right. very smart, intelligent people who have built their entire careers on something. Get goo Gaga eyes for mm. some hot piece. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh man, I need me some of that. And you're like, oh <laughs> no, you no you don't like, yeah. like honestly, um, that piece comes with like credit card debt of $10,000. Right. And, and like, like, and and credit that's not going to get you, and a job that's failing, and friends yeah, that hate you. I don't like you. all this credit
1: cu- talk because I, I mean, just personally, it's, it's very triggering for me. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get off this subject. Yeah. then. great.
0: So yeah, yeah you're right. The, but, hall pass.
1: <laughs> yes. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to objectify women or even quarterbacks, but I just think like there's a there's a there's a part of Hall Pass where they're talking about this girl. These like girls from far away, and it's like she's you know good from far, far from good, or what the fuck ever. And like again, this is you guys have listened to me long enough. This is not like. Like we're not objectifying women here, but did Bryce wear platform shoes? We're going to talk about that in a second too. That does not look good. Look, but like this, this whole thing where he's like, "See, like look at her now." And it's like then yeah. away from yeah. like you know her friends, and it and it's like, oh my god, like I just have a hard time. And let's let's transition into this next part here with the quarterback situation, and and I haven't checked the odds. I should have checked the odds before we started this episode. Um, For and there's pick
0: odds. Yeah, yeah,
1: check that out real quick if you don't mind. Cause I, cause I know in February he was, I say February like it was like a long time ago. It's like, look, you know, ancient. Yeah. So February 16th, he was, he was 10,000. He was like plus 10,000. And now he's like
0: plus 650. Which, so if you jumped in on that early, you're talking about AR, right? Yeah. Yeah. AR right now on FanDuel plus 600. Okay. So
1: I don't think it's been updated. Cause I think the last day of the combine was today. I think safeties did on field shit today or something. Yeah. They did. You're right. Okay. Um, yeah, but no, the whole thing is very interesting because I, I've been saying this since last year and the very first mock draft that came out, I know, Pep, love you too. The the, the very first mock draft that came out, Will Levis um, was like a first round pick <laughs> and you're looking at it and, you, and and I'll tell you what, as a Georgia fan, this is partially your fault. Like this is partially fucking Kirby's fault because he he's played better against your program than anyone. It's the only blip on the radar that's like, why would this make sense? He fucking sucks. And, and and we have we have people coming in the comments. And again, listen, if you guys are listening to this uh, on the podcast on Spotify, please also go uh, subscribe. And all that kind of shit it helps me keep my job, uh, which would be very very um, appreciated. I don't uh, talk about
0: credit card stuff anymore. We gotta we gotta get the thing going.
1: Yeah. So like, but like this whole thing, this whole thing with um, with AR, and then also with Will Levis. I remember saying with Will Levis, I was like, Will Levis will show up to the combine and he will impress more than any other quarterback. And and I was. Not far from it because AR ends up coming in and doing all these things. What's amazing about this whole thing, and, and I've, I just will say this over and over, um, turn on tape. Like, and you know the GMs will, but it, it cracks me up. And, 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 and so one of my buddies, Clint Lamb, he, he covers Alabama from, from an on three standpoint. And what's amazing about this is, is he, he brought this up and I thought it was a really good point that I haven't heard before. And I'm sure maybe it's been made, but I haven't heard this before. The problem with the combine in the NFL draft is that it happens so far after the season, you let your eyes kind of deceive you, and you start like I like you're not a huge fan of the combine because you're a logical person. Everything you said just screams, "I'm a logical person. I'm not throwing money away. I get it. I just ordered groceries off Instacart for the third time in four days, so I obviously don't like money. Um, <laughs> I just don't like to to the store. So, so, like, but like hearing that, I'm sitting here thinking, okay. Like, like, how could you make this better? Because, like, you don't want to to be fooled by, by, like, like right after the draft. I think Nolan Smith should have gone last year, and 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 I thought would have that. That's when his stock would have been the highest. You could argue that that's wrong now after what some of the combine. But what the combine really allows is that your eyes to deceive you. And it allows these GMs who are in the world of football to go watch these underwear Olympics, as they've been called, and and then just get enamored with like the athleticism.
0: Of people who are paid to be athletes. There, see, that's that's the interesting thing to me. If these guys weren't athletic, do you know what they couldn't be doing? Athletics. So, right. of course, <laughs> it's, it's like there's two things. There's recency bias and there's right. also self-prophecy here. Mm-hmm. right where you're talking about, Oh yeah, these are world-class. Yeah. We're talking about sec guys who are out here showing out on 40 yard dash because since the age of seven, they've been training their hamstrings, how right. to run forever. Of right. course they're doing that. You go down to any Joe Schmo at any program, they could show out on this because they train and they right. do well at it. And you're asking very athletic top 1% DNA people to do top 1% DNA things. And they're doing it. So that's, yeah. that's my problem with NFL combine and it is recency bias. You're right. We get, so enamored, so quickly right. with what's right in front of us, right now, tangible, and mm-hmm. the tape is the thing. So, so here's here's the quarterback conversation, and Will Levis came out and he he does all the velocity thing, which, by the way, really quick. Stetson Bennett had the same velocity as Will Levis, just so everybody I mean, understands. I don't, I don't
1: disagree with you on that, and we're this is a very pro Stetson Bennett podcast. Yes, I'm, and yes, okay, and you can confirm that. Now, I will say. I can't. I will say this the, and I remember I remember seeing this and I didn't know who it was at the time. And I remember sitting here watching it was like one of the first times I've ever watched tape tape. And I was watching this kid who was a who was a freshman at Penn State or he was going to Penn State or something like that. And I didn't know I didn't know who it was. And I was like, "Jesus Christ, from from here to like when the ball's released is maybe the quickest I'd I'd seen in mm. a very long time." And and just the, it was almost like he was throwing it like in one motion like with both hands. And the ball was coming out like of his hand, like it like like it looked like a jugs machine from like just how quick, like, and I hate this phrase, but, like the fingertip speed part where like the ball's rotating at, at like I would love to see like the you know, to do like fastballs, right? Like in, in yes. based yes. on all the fucking analytics. I would love to see that with like like the football part of this, because Will Levis, his his release is faster, I think, than anyone else's in this combine. I think it's better than anyone I've seen in probably the last four to five years um, no you're
0: absolutely right when you, i look at next gen stats i can't yeah. stand that either the one thing about next gen stats that I actually like is when they do that that arm motion of the quarterbacks right mm-hmm. they do the color thing and, yeah. and how compact it is and how quick it goes out with velocity that's true right. and and stats i think uh, uh visor over here saying fourth round i i think he might sneak into the third round i put him going to the uh hey, Harry's coming out of her third day. Mm, I, I don't think so. Uh, I'm going Rams. I think Rams will take Stetson in the third round, fourth round. They got Stafford. They're looking for somebody else. Uh McVeigh. Uh McVay is an offensive guy. I think he can work with it. That's just my guess. Uh, yeah. uh, McVeigh from
1: Atlanta went to Maris private school. Now let me ask you a question. Are you guys allowed to claim Stetson? I don't know
0: why. I don't know why we just we were we were here and then yeah, all of a sudden I, like, brought us back. Just...
1: I brought us back for sure okay you did thank um, you. I appreciate that well I think I think that's in I, remember, I said it this weekend you and I talked about it I like, could on Twitter which I wasn't supposed to be on obviously but I, I brought up this whole thing about um I remember I'll never forget sitting here at, like when I used to live at the basement of my buddy Rich's house and we had Kirk Her- Herbstreet on and Herb Street and this is the, this is in like September or early October I think it was, it was the before the Kentucky game it certainly um, was and it was and he was talking about this is and this is 2021. And he's talking about Stetson versus JT Daniels. And and I remember him saying he's like, you know, the, the funny thing about JT Daniels and Stetson that no one talks about is that JT Daniels is a five-star. He he, he has this whole three-year plan and how he's gonna like, you know, go to college and he's gonna do all this and that. And none of that's really like him getting beat out by a better player is not it's weird that people I think are starting to root for him to fail, like he did anything wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that goes back to the whole thing I was saying about rooting people to, like, you know, like the success thing and all that kind of shit. But I remember I remember Kirk Street saying Stetson has a better arm than than um, than JT Daniels, and I was like, that's bizarre. Like I'd never even thought about that. And then you, I mean, Stetson has a good arm. I was honestly shocked that he ran a four six seven. I thought he was going to be a four five guy because um, he's a he's a he's a good athlete. What's up, Herman Brown? Um, anyway, but going back to the whole quarterback thing, like you, like I said, going into this, I would have CJ Stroud as my number one guy on the full body of work and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if I feel that way as much today as I did then, because his body was so physically unimpressive to me.
0: Yeah. And this is the thing. This is what happens. I use JP Lossman as my comp, what the combine does to, to GM guys okay. the, the quarterback comes out and you get all enamored. And yeah, you're right all the knocks. This is, and the other thing about combine is nobody has actual consistency of logic because you come out, with Bryce young. Oh, yeah. he's, He's 5'10", he's 185, maybe he put on more, but he can't withstand the, the rigors of the NFL. Look at C.J. Stroud and you're like, bro is soft too. Like he ain't... He okay, first ain't off,
1: soft too. Like Bryce is soft. soft. Sorry. C.J. Stroud is soft. He's got a soft body. I, and I, I do think that with quarterback, you can somewhat get away with... Like quarterback is a lot like being a starting pitcher. Like you don't have to be in this great physical shape to play quarterback necessarily like it helps for sure and who listen we'll get into like the winners and losers of this weekend i don't know if there's a bigger winner this weekend besides ar than will levis's hairdresser because whoever put whoever put that fucking fade up on him and the feathering on the top just nailed it bro fucking nailed it now i will i will say that that the bryce situation is so funny to me because i fully understand saying like he's 5'10" He's not like I love all the shit that came out like Bama's lying in their in their media media guy about the heights and it's like bro that's just been going on for fucking decades. I was and
0: just I, gonna like, say I I remember I playing college ball that's you just did that you, yeah all the time you knew the other guy's right. roster was not accurate and you're like whatever right. I don't care.
1: And my favorite part of it though is like they were talking about it on either twenty four seven or on on three and they were like it's raised a lot of eyebrows and then they they show it and it's like it's going down all of the negative ones and then it shows Tyler Steen an inch shorter, like, or he was an inch taller. And I was like, why would you even fucking include that? Anyway. Um, okay. Bryce Young took, he had one injury to his AC joint when he got tripped up and landed awkwardly. That kid withstood more of a beating than any quarterback that Bama's had in, in, in their program in probably over a decade. And you can say that, like, I can say that with a lot of confidence because it, like his legs were used a lot. He was constantly mm-hmm. running for his mm-hmm. life. It like, especially in 2021. In 2021, they had they gave up, um, I think the 124th most sacks in the country or something. Or like yep. they were world 124th in sacks allowed or something like that. It was the second most in the SEC. Um, like like he, I mean, the only game they didn't allow a sack was against y'all somehow in the SEC championship game, which I still don't understand. But like, nor do I. Yeah, fair enough. But Bryce Young did He got hit all the fucking time. And so I, I get the like. Look what Todd McShay is saying, I'd be terrified to take him if I was a, it just, it cracks me up because it's like you put on the tape, the kid got up. There's so many times that I've watched this, but I'm like, like, I'm like, please get up. Please get up. Please don't be hurt. Please don't get hurt. And then you're like, he's fine.
0: Yeah, and that's if I, I would rather take a guy that has taken the lickens and got back up than CJ Stroud, who he yeah. is charming Soft because that's Ohio State, and right. also he his body is not the same. And yeah, you could look at people I talking about baseball analogies, Greg Maddox did not look like an imposing yeah. dude at all. And yet that two seamer still to this day haunts my mind and I didn't even go yeah. up against it. Like, you right. know, so so I get what you're saying, and I get looking at AR, but I, I have to i put this out yeah, on Twitter. Here's here's my ARK. Okay. Everybody's talking about the two comps is RG3 and Cam Newton. <laughs> it's not even close. Okay. Let's let's go here for a moment. Shall we yeah. the final year and and Florida fans came at me because they're like I put these stats out, I'm like RG3 was a three-year starter, Anthony uh, Richardson only did one year. I'm like, "Yeah, because he couldn't beat out his competition." That's right. my fault? Like whatever. Also, okay. Also, you know why you know why they came at you is cuz the way you listed these on Twitter was fucking stupid. It was barely I legible. I know. Hey, that's look I'm a moron. I already aged myself with the lids thing. The 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 plastic. So yeah. Look, I, okay. RG three last year at Baylor, seventy two percent completion, 4,300 yards, thirty seven touchdowns, six interceptions. Cam Newton. How many? 60, how many touchdowns? Sorry, thirty seven and six interceptions. Right, six interceptions. And that was a,
1: that was not a that was not a. Hey, we're running five yard slants. We're like this is like we're throwing the ball deep. It, this like,
0: is and this is Baylor. Right. Long. Right. <laughs> okay. Cam Newton, sixty six percent. Nearly 2,900 yards, 30 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and to boot, nearly 1,500 rushing yards.
1: That was insane.
0: That was, look, God, that Year that was I good. hate Cam Newton, but that's yeah. insane. It's the a- most it
1: impressive R- year of any college player, including Joe Burrow. I know what Joe Burrow did. Joe Burrow had mountains of talent around him.
0: Uh, and that's the thing. I, I, again, you got you to gotta just look with your eyes. Look right. at the film. Auburn had a trash team. Yeah. He was the team. Right. Okay. AR, 53.8% completion, okay. 17 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 2,600 yards passing, and only 654 yards rushing. Y'all, right. they're not close. No, well,
1: I, so I will say this. The, and this is, Willie Gray, I love you to death, but I don't like this point he's making. And he said, flip that with AR, we watched him turn one bad play into a string of them. That's one game against the greatest defense in the history of college football to be fair that's one game right so but when you look at the other stuff what i so the first thing i did was look at rank opponents look at conference now go look at winning teams and, and then look at all these like so it's good that's and, and good. graham coffee is, is a good buddy man we get into this all the time it's like like and, and my buddy josh hancher we talk about this like from like he's his name's dog stats on twitter you guys that definitely will give him a follow he's a fantastic follow does he's
0: one of my favorite
1: follows he's fantastic he does not get nearly enough credit um, Any time that I feel like we talk about them, but anyway, so we talk about that. Um, the stuff with the stuff with like like rating quarterbacks, it's, it's very difficult to figure out like where you should kind of go with this. Like where it's like do you do you look at completion percentage? Do You look at yards per attempt? Do you look at like touchdown to interception ratio? What, one of the things I love digging up is and like and again going back to watch the tape is the smartest thing to do there because go. there's stuff on a stat sheet that doesn't pop up. One of the things that was brought up was Jer um Daniel Jeremiah. And and I, I think he does a tremendous job. But he, he brought the point. He's like, you know, we look at like it's like, you know, his numbers aren't great. Like, look against Missouri and his, and he, he dug up the stats and he wrote he had this tweet about it. And he he filled out like this sheet and he was watching tape at like fucking 8 a.m on on a Sunday morning. Rich Eisen just like praising him. I'm like, well, yeah, okay. Like, so he also has an Adderall prescription. Good for you, Daniel. Um, so so basically, I'm like, <laughs> like, we've all been there, bro. So we're, we're like, I'm talking about this, like, I'm, I, like, there's been plenty of times I've gotten up early to chart shit. And, I, and I'm like, he's talking about this one game. And I'm like, I wonder why he chose Missouri, because Missouri's not a great goal, mm. because it's not that from a defensive standpoint, that's not who he's going to see in the NFL. So when you look at what he has done, like continuously, his numbers ranked near the bottom of the sec in, in, um, in, in like a lot of key categories that I think are important pass or efficiency rating. I don't know how they compute that, but I, it's important in terms of like, you know, like how efficient are you being with the football? That's something, he, I mean, he'll throw the ball out of the fucking stadium. Yes, he will. Milton with that. He, and, and it's effortless, but at the same time, it's like, is he going to be able to do this on a down by down basis? I, I will say the thing with cam that I did like with the comp, because his numbers are better than cams across the board. Um, I didn't realize he was six four. I saw him in person at Media Days. I thought he was six three, but I remember I remember seeing how thick he was, and oh, I was man. talking to Paul Kubik about it, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, he runs a four three, and that's what's most shocking because he's two hundred and forty pounds. I was like he's two forty, and he's like, yeah. And I watched him walk in. I was like, holy shit, he is like every bit of the two forty. Had no idea. Like he is a physically, he's physically more gifted than probably any quarterback we have seen that, that like since maybe Michael Vick. Like from a size standpoint, yep. but the Ham situation I like, or a comp that I like, is that he didn't have anything around him besides Osiris Torrance at Florida, really at all. Does that make him worthy of the first overall pick? No, no. no. I like the consistency is so bad. It's so bad, and Will Levis
0: is worse. Is worse. Is worse. I thank you. Thank yeah. you for saying that. And this and this is my point with GMs, and this is why I like see something, say something. You're right. The percent, the lotto ticket that you're getting on AR could wind up being MVP caliber. I get that. Uh, by the way, Jeff, thank yeah, you, love you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Wow. Um, it could be just billion-dollar lotto ticket, mm-hmm. or it could set your franchise back ten years. Eh, ten years a lot. Sorry, I don't know. I don't follow the NFL as much. not years. Really, but I'm saying I feel
1: like ten years. A lot.
0: That, <laughs> I mean, that was. That seemed like a lot. You're not
1: wrong. What you're saying about the GM, and we see it every year. People love to fuck around
0: with that first round pick. They you love know? that thing, man. They love it. Chad yeah. Pennington. I mean, the 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 quarterbacks I can go down. You need to know. And and the only two quarterbacks that I would take in the first round are mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. These are it. Those are it. And no one gave you Bryce Young through that one interception that one time. Right, he, he threw that interception. By the way, that I'm telling this right now, Bryce Young. I went because they showed tape all day long. And now right. that I'm outside, now that we won the national championship, I don't have to hit him as much. That deep ball on the sideline that he has is pretty. It is, it is pretty. It is. I'm just saying that. CJ Crowd oh, sh- threw a bunch of pretty balls as well, and A. R. Did he? He can bomb yeah. it. But there is something different. And talk to receivers. Talk to receivers that catch the ball. And I don't know how to mm-hmm. analyze catch this or put balls, it in metrics catchable ball's a thing
1: yeah i mean it's it's like i'm trying to i'm trying to think the best way to put it because here's the thing too is like like i just never realized how much went into football until i started doing this job because you sit here and you're like that guy sucks and, and and that's like it's my least favorite thing this is why i get so many fucking arguments on twitter because i can't let shit go like I, I can't like i know i can't i have i'm not gonna say this is my one toxic trait because i got a fuck ton of them but i mean like at the same time i'm like i'm watching it and i'm like when somebody's like Bryce Young sucks, dude. He's five nine. I'm like, first off, he's five ten. Let's just deal in reality and facts. Like, Get
0: that eighth in there, man. Get that eighth.
1: Yeah. Also that. Like I honestly, I, I think I told this on here before. I used to lie to my my ex ex um, from or three exes ago. I guess she was like real big on being over six feet, and I was six. I'm six one, but I used to lie to her and say I was five eleven and three quarters just to piss her off. It's like one of the only times anyone's ever like said they were shorter just to make someone mad. But anyway, um, no, the Bryce Young thing. I thought they were like they were like you put on his tape, and really, man, he, he's he's coming from a situation at Alabama, and it's really opened my eyes to why people hate. Like just like looking at like the stereotypes and what, and then watching people hate because he still will probably be the first like player or, at his position taken. I I, th- I think that'll probably still happen. Um, I'm sure he did really well in all of his interviews. He's a great kid. He's a, he's never done anything wrong. Like in terms of like off the field stuff, we haven't like you know all that kind of stuff. But like this is the first Bama quarterback in a long time where you haven't been able to be like, well, he's only good because he's got these receivers. Even last year, no one gave him that credit. Like it was just like, well, they throw the ball all the time, or what the fuck ever. Um, he didn't have a great like like a, a bevy of great receivers this year to work with. Thanks to your fucking asshole transfer for one
0: (laughs) see and this this is this is my this again logical consistency i love if bama fans were to simply say exactly what you just said it would make me it would make them realize that bryce young was uber talented because Mm -hmm. he didn't have the guys and yes you can keep him we don't want him back we knew that as we i know i know no um look there's a couple names that i won't ever say in uga and and he's one of them the guy that got toasted to lose the first national championship on the fourth, he, he I will never oh, I will yeah, was never right that was it I will never utter his name um, <laughs> ever in my life. But there are things that that I wish people would just look at. And the tight end, who, who, tight end, what was what was his name? Bama, um, too to, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was supposed to be this incredible guy. He's a good tight end, but he's not. A, he's utter, a good tight end. So, but if you just said that, Bama fans, SEC, you would realize Bryce Young. Even if he's short, I don't care. His ball is pretty, y'all, it's and he's bald.
1: Yeah, we're that. not gonna get into. It. I, I do want to say. I wish we should have set up like a roast of each other for like Bama Georgia stuff at the end of this. We should have. Because, um, we got time. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I mean, yeah, like, we'll go as long as we want. Like as long as you're free. Um, I, I mean, I, I just, it's funny to me because, and we're gonna move on from the Bryce stuff for this. I, I think we talked about it a week ago there was a thing about will levis and it's like you know here's seven of his interceptions he threw 23 in two years it's like well he did it behind an offensive line that had three nfl draft picks and he did it behind look at this pass right. i mean like and harry thank you for joining us you're a fantastic uh fantastic listener as well i appreciate that um i don't think cj ran the 40 um i don't think so either now i will say it's just i forgot even what i was gonna say about will Levis. i, I just don't i don't think he's that great i think that I I think like the the stuff with AR, it is so much fun to watch. And that's why watching the Underwear Olympics is so much fun. That being said, like we we all fully understand that that none of the shit he did translates into throwing accuracy, seeing people open, reading a defense being able to step in right away when you were barely a starter for only one year at a poverty program that went six and seven this year. Right. Were they six now, seven? We,
0: now we're just rolling. Now let's just keep <laughs> this thing. Now we're cooking y'all. Yes. Um,
1: but no, I mean like, like it's, it's all of these things. And I, and I don't think is a poverty program. I'm just saying they've been bad the last two years. And, and I, like last year, you couldn't win that starting job over Emory, Emory Jones,
0: Emory Jones. y'all. Right.
1: And it's and Emory Jones couldn't win the starting job where he was this year, like for the full year. So it's like, like you know i think i think part of that is like you know mismanagement of the coaching staff uh-huh. and and all that but at the same time it's like this is a generational talent on paper right like this is this is a guy that that he put up better – my favorite thing, you wrote next-gen stats way early in the episode. We were talking about this, but there was something that was like he rated a 99 athleticism. It's like, well, this isn't a fucking game of Madden.
0: Why do people like, think that all you- of a sudden because in a video – do you know what I was able to do in college? And this is going to age me a little bit. When I would do that stupid Madden three-cone drill, you had three defensive mm-hmm. guys and three. And I was the Steelers, and Jerome Bennis would score me a touchdown every Whoa. single time. Yeah. Every single yeah. time because – that's video games. It's not right. real life. So I don't care what next gen puts him at 99. Levis is trash. He can't read a defense. Right. I'm sure he can he can do mile per hour, which is great. Go throw fastballs out of the bullpen. I don't Maybe. care. Like I, you you have to translate to the field.
1: It does completely agree. And I and I, I don't know how Bryce does that in the NFL. It is funny though, because it's like you 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 see this every year and people talk themselves in things, out of things. I want to get into a situation that happened. Well, first off, I want to say, like, let's wrap up the combine stuff because we really only talked about like five players, which is a travesty to most people that are in the, in the combine. Let's just do a wrap-up real quick at the SEC because that's primarily where yeah. we are kind of going around and seeing, like, where I think, like, the, the strongest showings were. Like, we can do, like, a, you know, best case, or best, best showing. We don't have to do worse. We can just be positive on this one. Love what Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt did um, yeah. from, from Tennessee. Um, was kind of surprised that Cedric Tillman didn't have better numbers because he kind of was out for the year. Where I thought he would, I don't think the injuries plagued him. I thought he might have had almost a jump start in terms of being able to prepare. Um, the Cedric Tillman, th- started the Jalen Hyatt thing. I had never thought I would say this. I was personally disappointed in his four four zero because I thought he was going to run a four three flat. Um, but that was impressive. I tell you what, I was really impressed with. And I want if you're a fan of anyone outside the SEC, which I don't think we have a lot in here right now. It, the Big Ten speed that I saw was honestly really impressive. They had they had several guys, and I mean, like from like the running back position, receiver position, you had guys in the DBs that were running four two sixes from Michigan. Yes. Um, I thought yes. that was really option or really really awesome to watch. Um, the Darnell Washington stuff was cool. Somebody just commented on here, Broderick Jones. Uh, I thought did a, a phenomenal job. Love the fact that Will Anderson brought up. Um, I'm drawing a blank on kind of his name. Darnell Wright. I, Darnell Wright. Has been slept on more than any other player, I think, maybe even in the SEC. He's a first round talent for sure. And, and it's a five star kid that came in there, stayed through all the shit at Tennessee, stuck through it, gets to go out on top in an 11 win year, go into the Orange Bowl, all that kind of stuff. Awesome, awesome story.
0: Yeah, you're talking about, you know, Broderick Jones running sub five 40 yard dash. You're, you're like, wow, that's otherworldly. That's incredible. Um, Darnell Wright, 501 on the 40. Thank you. What's his size, by the way? You're you're looking it up right now. Six five three thirty three.
1: <laughs> That's so stupid. And I'm pretty sure he ran like a five hundred one, five hundred two.
0: I think so. I think yeah. so. It was It was very close.
1: Um, so from the running back standpoint, what was weird too, because they, they were talking about how running backs, tight ends, deepest they've been in ten years. The tight end, the tight end class
0: is great. And we Holy geez. If you game. need a tight end this draft, you you hit the jackpot. Yeah.
1: I will say that my least favorite comment, maybe on all of social media for the past week is mainly because Brandon Walker finally stopped fucking talking to me was, um, I know high five, high five to me and you on that. The hey, Avengers. Yeah. Brandon great.
0: Walker. If you are listening to this and you listen to Brandon Walker, we need to have a, we need to have a, like yeah. a, 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 come to Jesus moment because for sure that guy is the worst. Okay. He's sorry. The worst. Um, no, okay. But so, Going back to this thing, so we we're talking about the um, the tight end situation,
1: how how deep it is. Um, my least favorite comment: somebody a, it was a Georgia fan, it's just a random person on Twitter that was like, "I'm telling you right now, dude, Darnell Washington, like the Falcons at eight, that's not that much of a stretch for him to go at eight. And I was like, "We just took Kyle Pitts. There it is. The Overall, two years ago. I don't there it know is. why. Just just put the phantom aside. did think Darnell Washington did a great job. I don't think anybody expected him to do differently than that." No, he should be a first round talent. I was, I was bummed that we didn't get to see Dalton Kincaid from Utah because that kid is really, really good and also showed out in like their biggest games. Um, let's see here from a DB standpoint, like you said, Keeley did a great job, that was impressive. A couple of big 12 guys, um, and I'm drawing blanks on them now, but they did it, they did a uh, phenomenal job. There's a kid from TCU that didn't run yes. as well as they thought, but the kid from Mississippi State who ran a 4 3 5, and I'm drawing a blank on his name, but like. Mississippi State, like every single year, there's one kid from Mississippi State. Emmanuel Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes. If you watched him run the forty, it was the ugliest fucking thing <laughs> I have ever seen.
0: It was like, dude, it, did you see it? Yes. He was like a fucking newborn gazelle. Like, like. <laughs> I was gonna say it, it, was, it, was, it was, was like a goose that like grew its legs six feet. <laughs> like
1: if an octopus had joints, that's how he <laughs> was running. It was just like everything was like, like very weird looking yes. um and none of it made any sense but he ran so fucking well um he ran a 435 and that was an official time i was surprised the lack of love and maybe just because i didn't pay attention as much attention to it yesterday as i should have um devon a chain um devon oh, no. a and 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 gibbs like I, I saw gibbs got some good reviews i think b john Robin, robinson is the best running back in this class i know that running backs are are very you don't think he is no no i'm sorry Oh. He's
0: the only one I'd consider drafting outside of the top. You were going to say top like round one. I we, know they're out we. of favor, yeah. but everybody else, I'm waiting until round five. If I'm anybody else, I would take Gibbs before. Robin. Well, Georgia Tech yes, is very that. lucky to have him come through their program. What's What was amazing to me was this is it's it's it. And this is like you play football in yeah. college. Okay. Where'd, where'd you play a little, a little no name school down in Pasadena. a Pacific university. In Pasadena, it's right outside of Pasadena. It's in Azusa, California. In California, you play- you lived in Pasadena? Uh, yeah, right next to it. We should talk about that
1: because that's a beautiful little town there. Pasadena all- is like, the
0: only place in LA worth your time. Everything else is trash. Pasadena is gorgeous.
1: Santa Monica is still nice. Still holds a little place in my heart, but still. Okay, all right. Um, fair enough. Yeah. So, but no. So the whole thing, it's amazing. And like, I don't know if you like. I'm sure you trained in the off season all that kind of shit. Um, but like. I remember, I remember like putting so much effort because I was slow in, in high school. Like I ran like a 7, 7 60, like my sophomore year or freshman year. Guys, like... Come on now. Come on
0: now. Right, Sorry, right here, guys. By the way, the baby giraffe running the 40, that's a good one. Octopus Dude. with joints and b need to keep yeah. that in there for sure. Yeah. Um, no,
1: I, I just thought, I thought it was, um... hold on. Uh... Okay. So I, I, I thought that like, I watched Jameer Gibbs run and like, and you know, this as much as I do. Like, so if you're running like eye pocket hip socket, right? Like it's, it's like, you're just here and you, you straight L's like, this is like how you're supposed to hold your arm. Jameer Gibbs like, kicking his arm out like, like this, there were several kids that were like that. It was like, man, just with better form. Yeah. Probably you're probably running a little bit faster. Anyway. Um, I thought both of them performed really well. A chain. I don't think got as much love. Cause we just expected him to do what he was doing real quick. Back on Richardson. The most impressive thing Richardson did the whole time to me physically was when he was throwing the weighted ball against the wall in like the fucking um like I don't know like tunnel or whatever and then just effortlessly catching with his left hand I was like that (laughs) that's like the most impressive thing he did the entire time for me.
0: Dude he he's Predator. Like I know we got like that's what he is. If you go look at he's the the creature from Predator. He's an alien he's a freak. Absolutely. Um who are we missing? Go ahead. Uh, no, I can't think of it. I think I think you hit the big ones. I think offensive line group is actually deeper than mm-hmm. what people are realizing. I think this has some quality down-the-road depth that you can get to. Uh, I think the guys that showed out were the anticipated guys that showed right. out. This was confirmation to me. There's going to be a lot of consternation with the quarterback and what they do with draft choices. Yeah. Tight ends is the deepest group. DBs is also a deep group. And there was yeah. a couple – I mean, the Bama guys that that ran, a bunch of people got really, really upset that they ran slower than anticipated. I didn't think it was that slow. They didn't,
1: they didn't though. Brian Brown Ranch around a four or five eight, and that's like what he is. That's just not what that's like. They even said it. Daniel Jeremiah said it like right off the bat. He goes, So that's not his game. His game is to come down and like. I mean, that kid plays in the box, he plays in the slot. Like he's he's
0: not a four-three
1: or four-four guy. He's but he's like again, put on tape and he'll be fine.
0: Well, no safety ran any four three. They, they yeah, were all four, four and a half and four five. Like that was a confusing, thing, but there is some depth uh in here. Yeah. That guy from uh, I think at Illinois. Uh, there's a there's a guy from there. Well, uh, he, my brother. Yes, yeah. yes, that's the kid. Um, no, there were a couple of, uh, uh, of, oh, the other Florida guy. This is the the one Florida grade that I can actually give credit to. You mentioned him earlier, Cyrus oh,
1: Torrance. So,
0: that, that dude's a, that dude's a beast. Yeah, he he'll he'll be a day one starter
1: at guard in the in the NFL. I don't know if they'll they'll kick him out to left or right tackle, but I think that like also, admittedly, like I'm not a I'm not a scout. I've never I've never been a scout. Never claimed to be a scout. And there's not a position on the field that I know less about in terms of scouting than offensive linemen because I've I mean I've been fat, but I've never I've never been that fat. (laughs) So never been a
0: hog molly. No, no. no,
1: I've never been I've never been that big. Um okay, let's get into some other stuff. I think I think we kind of covered the combine. I know we we did like more than one thing. do you need do you have like an out time you need to be out here by? I we
0: I got a little bit more time. I got about 10 more minutes. Yeah, we definitely have 15 more minutes. I was
1: I was gonna make sure. Okay. Um Jalen Carter. So the situation. I thought was kind of interesting. I think that there were several things that happened from a PR standpoint, whoever allowed him to get arrested in his fucking combine shirt. It will go down as the stuff of legend, as long as everything doesn't come out that's negative about it. Um, But it also was a very bad look outside of CJ Stroud saying Mike Vick and Deshaun Watson or the two people even compare is Fucking.
0: Could you? Could you have more of a tone deaf answer? I don't. Yeah.
1: Nate Oates, Nate Oates could have thought of something. I mean, like, like a thousand percent, he could have come up with something. Um, throw in a murderer, bro. <laughs> um, I just it like it's just it's crazy to me. But no, I. It was so Jalen Carr situation. I, now, yeah. I want to I want to get off on a little bit of a not a soapbox about this, but I do want to get out in front of something that I said about it. Um, that was very public all over Twitter. I apologize about this publicly to Ch- or not publicly yet, but I will apologize to him publicly after everything comes out. But Chip Towers is a guy from the AJC who does a tremendous job with that company. He's been there forever. I will say flat out before any Georgia fans get mad about this because this is a situation that shoes on the other foot here now, like the like the Bama situation. I think with like Brenda Miller, where it's very mm. hard to be objective and fair and and like when your team's involved. And I fully get that. I was somebody even that Chip that was like. Shit all over the AJC. Anybody that's worked in this business as long as Chip Towers has, in that business, like in 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 pa- in the paper, like the the actual physical paper, which I love. Like I, I come I, on, I like, knew
0: I knew there was something. Give me that paper, physical copy, all day long as I right? smoking a cigar all day. Yeah. long. Oh my god. I remember in eighth grade we
1: had to set up we had to set a goal for ourselves, like in like our literature class, and it was like Mr. Waller was a Georgia fan, and he was like. He's like, what do you want to do this year? Like, like for like your literature goals? Like, I want to read the whole sports page. And he's like, you're going nowhere. But that's fine. Um, so, so like, anyway. But like, I mean, so he, he I've reached out to him personally because he, he blocked me after some things that I said about the AJC and 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 him that were in reactionary to what happened with the Jalen Carter situation and the AJC's reaction, which I still feel like was a little, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, Coarser, crass, not crass. It's like it, it was. It's it felt insensitive at the time. It was not nuanced. It's all. Lives. Yeah, that's not the two words. You're right. Um, thank you for that. But like <laughs> it was, it was like it felt insensitive at the time because of the two kids that lost their lives. Yep. And it was a very serious situation. Now, that being said, more information has come out, and he did what journalists are supposed to do, which is investigate and, and look into stuff and kind of peel back layers of things that aren't as peachy and and you know, um. Great surface levels, we want to see it. Now, listen, Georgia is a is the best program in college football. I don't think they have a culture problem at Georgia. I don't think Kirby Smart has a culture problem on his hands at all. From what I have been told, and you're you're close to the programs, you know, and, and I'm sure you have good sources on it too. I have heard that street racing has been a thing that's been going on with the team throughout the year. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> And I, I'm going to make light I, of this just for a second. Okay, please do. Like, guys, it never ends great for everyone. Letty died and then she came back, which was weird for everyone. I still don't believe that plot line, but regardless, I I think that this whole situation is it's been super sad. Yeah. I do also feel like from what it looks like currently and we don't know all the facts to have come out. It does look like there was more involvement in it. Um from both sides, including the deceased, which I hate to say, and it's not disrespectful to the lives they led. Cause they, it was really cool, honestly, to see like that kid's impact on the university is nothing being exactly a right. Like the outside, outside looking in, it's like, I don't know who this person is. He's not a starter. I, I haven't had to like cover right, his name yeah. at all, but it was really cool seeing like the videos of him and Kirby's kid and all that stuff. It was really cool yep. to see that. Um, I think the Jalen Carter part, I think, I I just wonder what his his involvement is fully. I think they handled it well. And and you go ahead. Like, what what was your reaction to seeing all that, um, uh, all that unfold?
0: Okay. We again, famous saying: two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. I'll start with. I'm going to get to Chip because Chip's a piece of crap, and I'm going to get to why he's a piece of crap here in a moment. In a moment. So you're not hitting anybody. The AJC to Georgia fans is a non. Nobody likes them. Okay, yeah. but I'll get to why it's a, a crap thing here in a moment, but I'll start with the truth of the matter. Uh, there was drinking. There was driving. There was illegal racing. All of that is true, and Georgia fans, if you're on here, SEC guys, and if you're a, a, a hater of Georgia, don't use that, and Georgia fans don't use it against other programs when it happens the other shoe because these are people, individuals right. that make bad choices, and drinking and driving and street racing is not a good look. And Can I ask you a question? Yes. Can you be honest? Have you ever drank and drive? I have not. Ever? Ever. Wish I
1: didn't ask that question. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, okay. Indians always says, he goes, you know how none of us, like not all of us have got a DUI, but we've all been eligible for one. Like maybe I'm just aging myself. I just feel like, I'm, well, you know what? We shouldn't have brought this
0: up. Go ahead. No, no, I think I think your point is well received. I think it's like laws, or, or maybe I should say this: laws are out there, and we think, "Well, I'm a law abiding citizen." No, you're mm-hmm. not. You just haven't been caught yet. That's Bingo. The point. I, I drove after I shouldn't have been driving in college before. I'll say and, that. And that's so. So I think if you look at the optics, they're bad. And mm-hmm. Jalen Carter was street racing. That is bad. That's horrible. There was there was drinking involved, there was driving involved. Don't do that. People lost their life. It was tragic. This should have been a, a after school special that we all learned from 20 years ago. And we haven't learned from it. Okay. That is a true statement and we can honor the lives that were lost and we can honor the people that survived. And we can also say do better. Now here's where AJC and the people at, at, I I just can't stand. They were fishing for a story before a story was there. And that's my problem. They were, they were hiding out, at, to, at, at, a, at a place, at a bar, at a club. you can club. say it. I, okay, I, what? At Toppers? I, I stopped my saw, I didn't know. At Toppers, they were looking for something. They were fishing around. They were doing the things, trying to judge up because they knew they're going to ride the coattails of Kirby Smart and Georgia to something big. That's mm-hmm. what they were looking for. Now, they could have left that night. Nothing could have happened. And, and, and there would have been a wasted night and wasted you know cover charge to pay for things like that, yada, yada, yada. It happened that there was a tragic accident that that took place they were coincidental and so that's why I say AJC did not handle it well when they came out with the story they didn't have all the facts they were fishing again and they happened to hit on some lucky lotto tickets that was my Mm -hmm. problem Jalen Carter I think he's going to come out of this I think he's going to interview and I think he's going to talk about his part he's already taken responsibility and again he he claimed his lawyer came out with a statement and said hey there's more information I don't know what that information is no one knows all caps I don't know I really have no idea
1: two two statements that were released this weekend that i was like what the fuck are we doing did you yeah. see my favorite comment ever and again i know is a serious comment but like the john Morant thing the, did you see his somebody goes this is the worst fucking bonnaroo lineup i've ever seen and i fucking lost it yes <laughs> it so
0: yes those 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 sorts of stories and and it again you look at Jalen. He has he says the inf- information. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if he was behind the scene if they were racing before and then the accident happened, or who knows? Who knows? It sounds I like he know. was
1: racing, and that's how the accident happened.
0: And that's and that's the piece where right. if that's the case, um, he the other car was culpable as well, and there's responsibility shared. Right. And if he shares it, whatever that yeah, is, and, and this too. is the part where. I, I, right. I'm too stupid to understand what that responsibility is. I, I don't know. I think he's going to, fe- I think he's going to own that. I think something's going to happen. I, I, all of that will come out. Yeah. Um, coincidentally it, it just so happened with chip and the rest of them. Those guys are dead to me. I can't stand how they handle it.
1: I will say in, and, and like love you to death. I think you do a great job. And I think that like we, we, we agree on like a lot of stuff as much as we like to publicly joke around about how much we disagree and all that kind of stuff. Um, and you've been great on the episode, man. I really appreciate you coming in. Um, I do think that Chip Towers did his job and I think he found stuff because there was stuff to be found. And I think I and and and, and like I I but I totally understand the ire towards him because of and I th- I think it's built up with Georgia fans over the past. I think that like the AJC there it is. There's there's a comment that was made here from from Visor, and Visor, we always love to have you. I appreciate you coming in here. He said AJC was cloud chasing they got called for it. I completely disagree with that. I think that they have been in the past. I think that they have been like looking to say shit in the past and that's what they got them like didn't give them a an out but here's the bottom line guys is like is no matter how you want to look at it it's it's the same it's not the same thing as brendan miller those are and, and it sucks that we even have to fucking talk about this stuff.
0: Like, Again, why can't people... This goes back to your earlier point of us being a society that now loves to hate on people more than celebrate them. Why can't we find nuance with these stories right. and understand that they're not all in the same basket? Rah-Rah came out to over to Georgia, and there was an incident where he got arrested, felony charges, and then it comes out that none of that happened, and they all right. got dropped. And AJC was chasing here. the same... What's that? Stories already been told. And see, this is what I mean. Like, Like, come on, let's... Let's slow down. Uh, Daniel and I are always every single time somebody comes out with a story. Right away, these are these are kids. A lot of these yeah. kids, we need to understand. I, I, you, you sound around my age on a lot of things. I think That's we apparently. <laughs> I think we uh, look. Roadies are. By the way, do you know the do you know the um, state where roadies are totally legal to do? Uh, still to this day, To
1: do um, probably fucking Florida.
0: Oh no, Florida got away with it. No, they 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 took care of that. But Rhode Island, I think, is one of them where roadies are still a thing. And it's I'm like, almost it's like,
1: because, like the fucking Kennedys probably visited there for vacation, like in like the fifties and killed like seven people. Oh my and gosh. They were you just... Bulldogs, and they were just like, Yo, it's all good, bro. We're good oh, here.
0: Oh my gosh. You just made that make absolute sense in right. my mind. I couldn't <laughs> think, and then you just said that and all of a sudden it goes, Yep, all right. the pieces are fitting together. Just out the uh, legislation, that's all. Uh, and I think Kentucky is the other states for different reasons really. that are uh, different reasons.
1: No, I, I think that um, and we'll wrap up here guys um, and throw out any questions you have uh, for me or Clint um, or just in general, like we can, we can go over, I, we're going to talk a little bit of basketball so far as we, as we get on out of here. But I think um again, the whole thing, I, like, I think Willie Gray made a good point. Um, And as much as I give him shit, it's the first one he's ever had. So it's like, I really appreciate I'm kidding Willie. Um, but he said, I'm confused on all of it anyways. This is why I'm not commenting on any of it. Carter didn't cause the wreck, did he? Or was he in the vehicle that was racing against him? So, like, it's like, this is something I struggle with on a daily basis. This is one of the reasons I gave up Twitter for most of Lent. <laughs> but, like, this is why it's always okay to take a beat. Yes. You don't have to react. Like When the Brandon Miller thing came out, when all that came out, like, on that that, that Tuesday, it was Fat Tuesday, right before Lent, I remember telling my, my buddy, I was like, I'm not going to react to any of this stuff publicly until more comes out or at least give myself 24 hours to like wrap my head around it because one of the things that sucks too and this is something we do to ourselves is having like like we li- we we live in a world you and i right where like the, our business is to like get the shit out like as fast as possible right like it's like it's like you know you gotta react you gotta have this kind of reaction blah 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 Um, and I I need, I need you to stay on for 10 more minutes and it's all gonna be Georgia. stuff. just so you know, okay, Okay, fantastic. Um, but like we have this, we have to react. So it's like, you want to have a reaction to it, but it's also like, you don't want to, you don't need like, like having a like knee jerk reaction that you've now thrown out on Twitter. It's there. I will tell you more than anyone else that, that you can hear it from is that like, there's been stuff that I've said that I'm like. No 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 like yeah. give it give it an hour give it 24 hours like 24 hour rule is not a thing that like we you know we could all put that in place um but it's also very difficult to like backtrack off of that and one thing that sucks is that with social media especially any yes. any small thing any little none of us know chip towers personally none of us know that guy i i think chip towers is probably a good person I will just say that I thought out there. I think Brandon Miller is probably a good person. I think Jalen Carter is probably a good person. Like, I I think all of those things can be true and they all were in like a bad situation or like could be maybe not the bad guy because of whatever situation they're currently in.
0: Yes. it's yes. always
1: okay to give grace. I will. Take
0: a take a beat again. That's, I think, just in all of these stories, and this is, again, SEC stuff comes out all the time, and people, uh, we, we made fun of Brian Harsons and Auburn and all these people before. Like I I, I I did. <laughs> I did. 100% I did. Oh, Blue Turf ain't there no more, and I am sad. I wish Blue Turf Yeah, was we could have all, well,
1: I don't know if Bama could have used that because he had a pretty good run against us. So.
0: I don't know. That was, talk about weird things that don't make yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, take a beat. Y'all want the stories. That's a great, that's a great thing for it.
1: All right. Let right. me tell you about, and this has been a pro Georgia fucking podcast. Um, <laughs> it fucking drives me crazy. You know, you know why it drives me crazy? This why is like, we'll just, we'll take off like the fucking like professional hats, even though I, like I rarely have worn one ever, but like it drives me crazy because I say all these nice things about your stupid fucking program. Constantly, constantly say nice things and constantly predict you guys. To win and win by a lot, and then and people are like, "You've always fucking hated me, Georgia," and I fuck it like, um, yeah. See, Willie gets it. Um, Willie understands. Yeah, Willie Willie definitely understands. Willie's a great dude, man. Um, No, but it's like, but it always cracks me up because like people will will make comments all the time about like, like just how you're like. I have I have one of my best friends, Willie, and is like a listener of the show, and and that's how we became friends. Um. She she would tell me she goes I just don't get why people get so mad at you and I was like I mean I do but like but some of the stuff that's said is like kind of crazy there uh, yes. real talk there's a we have a Facebook group it's the second week in a row I've had to reference I finally just dropped out of the fucking Facebook group I'm not okay. in anymore anybody that's in here because it's it's just I started it like I created it I I and you burst out of it.
0: your own creation this is beautiful I love it
1: there's like this small group of people in there that get so mad at me. And I don't know why, because I say things that are like positive about this program all the time. One of them got upset or three of them got upset that they thought I was trying to manipulate votes in an appetizer bracket that's going. On. I want you to hear all the fucking words I'm saying right now and think about how stupid all of this is. So far, I'm confused on why anybody would get upset at all. This is great. So I was finally like, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't, I can't deal with it. But there are times that I'll, like, I'll talk to Georgia fans, and it gets so frustrating. It gets, gets so frustrating. Marlo does hate UGA. Um, but, like I, like, I don't like your fan base for the most part. But I can be objective. And I don't like the fan base because the the shit that most of the fan base says to me. Now, that being said, I love Willie. I love Michael. I love Harry and, and Visor and all these kind of people. Visor, you're on my shit list sometimes, but I still love you. Um, Clint, obviously a big fan of you. But, like, it always cracks me up. Like because it, it, there's very few times that I feel like you guys realize you're on the mountaintop. Mm-hmm.
0: One of the times that you're, if I had a hanky, I'd be waving it right now. Wait, what does that mean? Uh, I, like I'm in a like you ever been you ever been to a Southern Baptist church, man? No. Okay, I mean, grab that hanky. You start waving <laughs> it for amen, man. Like uh huh. <laughs> yes, I hate Tennessee more, way more, way um, more. But there
1: was there was the episode that you guys recorded. After after the national championship game Is one of my favorite podcasts I've ever listened to Because I listened to it on this walk And I was like These motherfuckers <laughs> uh, I was so fucking mad But all of it was also so accurate And it was like, like Now listen, you've never driven drunk You definitely couldn't have been driving that night Because you both were just like Gone And I was cracking up We both. had
0: celebrated
1: It was awesome <laughs> Did you record it that night? We recorded that night. Okay. So I listened to the whole thing and I'm just like dying laughing because you're like, listen up, listen up, all of you listen to me, listen to me. And I was just like, this is is, is so good. Um, Take me through just as a Georgia guy. How did
0: you, where are you from? Yeah, this is it's so Daniel, my co-host over on, on Locked On. Yeah. Uh, we met each other in Portland. I'm not talking about Portland. Don't worry. I'm, I'll quickly get off that. We met in a city. <laughs> we met in a city in Portland. We were both there for work. He is a UGA alum. Uh, I played uh, college ball, like I said, it's a small little school down in Southern California. I love college football. I love yeah. football in general. Um, I just, I didn't have a college team that I really, really rooted for and, and kept. Uh, and so we met, we started hanging out. We're Braves fans together. So we love the Braves. Cool. And that's what drew us together. Are you from, though? Um, I'm, I'm from California. I'm a California kid so How are you embracing? just because tbs because of tbs because yeah. ted turner put every single game and when i came home as a kid the only oh. games that i could watch was tbs braves oh, yeah. or three
1: hour time
0: because there was a time difference yeah. and my parents when they got home from work i didn't watch tv at night so i had to sneak that stuff in
1: Gross. um and so, you were yeah. so are you was there a southern baptist church in fucking california <laughs>
0: No, 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 no. We, we did not. We, I did not have a hanky as a child waving that in the, in the snakes and all that. Right. No, that we, we did not do that. But so we grew up um, – I grew up a Braves fan, 95, uh, and all, oh, the, yeah, all, all the fame and all the, all the Hall of Famers. Daniel I meet. Um, he, we drive to a Braves game up in Seattle to watch them play uh, the Mariners. He tells me all about UGA. I'm like, hey, I'm in. We start watching games together, and then the rest is history. What year um, is this? Uh, That was, oh my gosh, I, um, that was the final, that was Mark Rick's final season. So 2014. Uh, Yep. Uh, and then Kirby came in right after that. Uh, and you came in like, you're what you, so like, listen, uh here we go.
1: But you're every, you're what everyone tries to pretend that I am.
0: Yes. hundred percent.
1: Bam. I said, since even got there and all that kind of shit.
0: I I now, admittedly, I when when I was a child, yeah, uh, I remember CBS games. I remember yeah. uh, UGA trying to take a snap out of Auburn guys. I, I remember all of that. Okay, so yeah. I, I watched college football. I, I appreciate. It. I was not a fan, and yes, I be, I came a Georgia fan during the golden years during Kirby Smart during the greatest yeah. stretch run ever at UGA. I get it. And this to your point, this is what Daniel and I get on some dog fans quite a bit. Is that you all don't know this is the golden age that right. we are on the mountain. This is the best it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Enjoy and it, been and then, great. and then the second thing is I can't stand Georgia fans that will tell me what when Kirby came in, he he doesn't win as many games as people thought. Year one, yeah, Grayson right. Lambert's quarterback, yada yada yada. People all Georgia. I don't know if he's the guy. I don't know if he's the guy. Right. he's the guy. And then and then we call him, we're like, you guys are morons. You were not there. And you you were the same people were saying Stetson Bennett's not the guy, not the guy. No, your whole fan base
1: supported him from day one, I
0: thought. Since day one, not one has questioned. And we go bull crap. Don't you do that, right. Georgia fan. And we call people out because we can't stand it, because this is the golden age. And when yeah. I say, and 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 we don't give crap, because again, Nick Saban is the greatest coach of all time when we say trust the process trust kirby we're doing exactly what should be done like guys just give the guy credit and shut wow. your hole because you're a moron if you think any differently that you know better than him just enjoy the freaking existence so yes yeah, yeah. so the the back to back national championship and the college football playoff uh cloud nine and we're just go? besides ourselves
1: did you go out there
0: Ah, uh, we went out there for Indianapolis, so we were there two years ago okay. uh, against uh, Bama. We did not go out. M um, Dubs, we have a guy, M Dubs, we call him our intern. He was out there yeah. uh, for us, uh, uh, Michael Smith. A little shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, he went to the game, but we did not. Okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's it's always fun. Like, I don't think Bama fans knew this either. There's there's a there's a quote from the office. It's from the finale, and you see it like like in like. Emotional TikToks. I'm pretty sure there was like a fucking Macklemore or Kesha song about it. It might have been both of them on the same track. Yes. But you know what I'm talking about? It was just like, yes. I wish, I wish that we knew when like the good old days was. So you knew in that moment. I think for Bama fans, that's one of the reasons they're having such a hard time dealing with all this, is that they didn't know that it was over. And yeah. and I I, you know, maybe they win another one, maybe they don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough to like kind of take all that in and then wonder why like or wonder how like i don't know what's the best way to put it like it's 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 tough to see all that just kind of disappear right and so i think that like uh, for bama fans especially it's it's not been easy for them um and understandably so and all that kind of stuff but no it's been fun it's been fun to watch i think for for uga especially um for most people and I, I say that like someone in jest, but it's been fun to watch, man. It's it's been it's been fun to watch. Um mm-hmm. what has been the highlight for you and just like on, on the jobs like this and we'll, and we'll do a quick little rapid fire thing here too um as we pull up anybody that has questions for Clint um that I deem appropriate and want to actually ask you guys can throw this in there as well. Who do you who do you think somebody brought this up here in the um I just saw his name Zach Warden brought it up. Zach Warden been a long time man. Uh who do you think wins the starting job this year?
0: Oh it, it's Carson Beck's season uh, or not. I, I think there's rumbling it that Van does have the talent. What's that? You say or not or not. I, I mean, because the thing is that we look at Carson Beck and everybody says, and, and this is a, again, it's a Kirbyism. I speak fluent right. Kirbyism. Uh, it's a competition. Carson Beck does not have this starting job, and that is a true statement. And yet, it's his to lose. And if he wants it, he showed the promise. Uh, Brock Vandegrift. Everybody raves about this kid from practice. Yeah. Uh, everybody just talks about this kid having everything that you could imagine an SEC quarterback to do. I'm not sold on it. I think. I actually think he he transfers um, out. Yeah, because right? I, I think Carson Beck. I think So that's my my prediction is Carson Beck uh, wins the starting job.
1: You know, I, I was talking about this again with my friend Lillian. I brought this up. Uh, I saw this the other day. I thought it was super interesting. Is on FanDuel or DraftKings, they have their preseason Heisman odds out, right? Have you seen this?
0: This was the this was mind blowing to me. I had no clue why they did this. Yes, I uh, yeah. The the closeness between Vandergriff and Carson Beck. There's but so on one, they're listed as the same. It's like the same plus
1: yeah. hundred plus four thousand. What the yeah. fuck ever. There's another that's more updated, and it has Brock, Brock Vandergriff at plus eighteen hundred. And it has Carson Beck at plus four thousand. And I remember saying that to her and I was like, that's really interesting because I don't think that Vandergriff wins the starting job. And she's like, yeah, but it also doesn't say he has to win it at Georgia. And I was like, that is a very good point. I didn't think about
0: that. Yep. I think he is. He is not going to be a UGA Bulldog for much longer. Okay. Um, thoughts on the Bobo hire. Like, and you better fucking, you know what, just say what I want to hear. I'll
1: just fucking say it. Bobo's the worst
0: and I can't yeah. believe we hired him and and Pete Golding and, and all the rest of them can go to... <laughs> no, um, look, I, I think, and honestly, honestly, um, Bobo learned from Monk and Kirby looked him in the eye. He had this dead fish stare when mm-hmm. he brought him in to be an analyst. And he said, if you deviate from what that man does... I will cut you. I right. know where you live. Yeah, just mimic him. And I think Bubba did live that. In the all same
1: life. house, brother. Me, you, and Must Champ. We all got to We got fucking move back into whatever that. It's, it's not. There's wild. there's
0: four in that because that vein on Must still that holds a whole room.
1: Dude, Must is. It's have you ever read his like? Have you ever read his like Wikipedia page? Uh, no. It's it's incredible because like think, think about this too. And, people, and, and listen the moment you need to go like just fucking signify because i know you've been here for way too long um but this has been great and i appreciate it it's, it's, this has been fun no Must champ people forget this okay because like i i i think the bobo thing i don't think it's a bad hire i think it works i think it's coming from a standpoint of what i watched for weeks from georgia fans and even media who were like mm-hmm. yes you, you did it too Hold on, me and you got into an argument about this because I was like, you were like, oh, you guys really went and got so and so, like Tommy Reese, and I was like, why do you think it's a bad hire?
0: Or like, oh, or that, like, oh, oh, that was by the way, really quick. Daniel and I both share the Twitter account okay, feed, sure. so, so is, is yeah. that who I'm arguing with? Is that why he didn't want to come on the night? Uh, <laughs> no, that particular one was in fact
1: Daniel. Okay, so but I remember I remember watching this happen, and I was like, I, I I've, I've asked anyone, I've asked anyone, because what I did with the Bobo thing. Was throw out facts. Here yeah. are the facts and the stats and all that kind Do of stuff. Research.
0: Do I the did. research. I
1: did the research. It's just tell me why you think it's good and and if you just just know that I have like an argument built up, and I, I want to hear all of it, blah blah blah. The thing with Muschamp that's crazy is that this guy is such a elevated defensive mind in the minds of so many people, yes. right? That like like in the in the minds of Saban. And and he's been there. He was a. He, I mean, he's had stints LSU, every year. Miami. He's not a. He's not a head coach. No. He's no, not. No. He's never been a head coach. He's never been cut off to be a head coach. He should have never tried to be a head coach. He'll do it again, most I, likely.
0: I I um, hope that he has learned his lesson. I hope he understands the good gravy training he has as co-defensive coordinator at UGA whoa. with Kirby.
1: I you know you know it's crazy too, and I never even thought about this. Is that somebody brought up the fact because like everyone everyone will throw this back, and it's so funny to watch the argument now because it's like. Everyone knows that Saban's defense now that it's it's bad, but then like also there's one specific fan base, and you know which one I'm talking about because it's your fucking own. That's like, yes. dude, the only reason he was ever good. Yes. Only reason he ever, only reason he was ever fucking <laughs> good you look at the numbers, bro. You look at the numbers when he ever since he left, and it's like, okay, all right, like he's he's fucking four and one against Kirby. I Yes, just, I, all I know to say. But like, no, it, it's funny with the mushroom thing because he will recruit but but he, people forget that when mac brown was at texas mm. when texas was texas he was named the coach in waiting to arguably he was going to
0: get the keys to the, the castle was, at the time yeah like like at that time and Muschamp, I again people don't understand this. He is in his element as as now co-defense coordinator. And Dan yeah. Lanning is a great head coach. And I, I think he's gonna have a very, very good career ahead of him. Uh, yeah. I think Shoe Glenn Schumann is a great defensive mind. He's going to get a head coaching job. I think all those things but if you're telling me Kirby and Muschamp paired together, and every single time somebody tells me, like, oh, you might lose your defensive coordinator, I'm like, Do you mean one third of our defensive yeah. coordinator? Because Must Champ is that that DB group, and look at our D- Malachi Starks, Christopher Smith. I like it's nuts what he's able to the do.
1: Development is so crazy because it's like it's just been. Uh, we'll have to get into it another time, but it's like, and I and I mean, I'm not just saying to deflect and get off here because I don't want to talk about fucking Georgia. But I mean, um, all right, real quick, uh, yes. tell everyone where they can. Well, before you do this, what is your who is your favorite Georgia follow on Twitter oh. or social media? And who is your least favorite? Has oh to be my,
0: Georgia. Oh my gosh, has to be Georgia. Has to be Georgia. Uh, well, I, I've already said AJC is my least favorite follower. I, I, I know. Um, alienate, uh, your, alienate your audience. I do it every week. Dog, look, dog stats is honestly. I said it before. Dog stats. That dude pumps out so much so content. That's insane. I love you. We use it all the time on podcast. Do you know? him? We do. Yeah, we've had him on okay. a couple times. Okay. Good. Oh yeah. Um, I love to, to tell this because he
1: cracks me up. He's he's genuinely like one of my very good friends. Like like I I t- I talked to him last year and I was like kind of going through some shit and I called him I was like listen man and and I think he I think he called because he was like worried I was or I, I called him I think he was worried I was like like in like like this like horrible horrible situation I was like no man I just need to hear some like good advice like like you're always so well you're grounded and you're so like well measured and he's like one of my very very good friends. And he'll send me these texts, and I'm gonna call him out on this because I don't want him to do it anymore because I don't think he realizes that like he's like one of my good friends. He'll be like, he's like, dude, honestly, man, I've been listening to your pod since like day one. It's always cracks me up when like it's like you're like Chris Chris Marler like, well, like want to like like wants my help with something. I'm like, Josh, we are good friends. <laughs> like we are like I don't know how to like I consider you like my people, dude. Like you are yeah. you are one of my people, and 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 he just, it just he's he's just such a good hearted dude in he general. He's so so measured, it, but like his numbers that he comes up with are fucking great, man.
0: We Just, during uh, season every single time I need a preview of something, yeah. I don't go anywhere else. I go to his previews every yep. single time. They're fantastic. You so can yeah, follow dogs along fantastic. with the
1: numbers because it's pretty hard to, for me because I'm not very smart. So well,
0: okay. it's okay. We we understood that from the reading one page of the sports page was the life. It goal. was the whole fucking section, dickhead. Sorry, the <laughs> three pages. <laughs> the three pages. Three pages. <laughs> so fine. Uh, all right tell
1: everyone where they can find you this has been a blast man. i can't say thank you enough we'll have to do it again at some point but uh, i was I, just
0: gonna say we're gonna have you back on I, I would yeah. love to come out here
1: but i mean it's fine
0: <laughs> we hey, we had you on that one time uh go over to the twitter machine dogs podcast over on twitter and then locked on bulldogs probably locked on podcast your team every day we're over there on youtube as well as audio
1: no all right dude we appreciate hey. it um, we'll pump this out, uh, probably in about an hour or so like that. And, um, and we'll talk to you then, dude. Bye.